0: Rolling, check, one, two, check, check. Uh, Oswick, I have not changed any audio levels per your request. Did I tell you, he told me, like, don't ever change anything. (laughs) It was so... It got so I don't bad.
1: understand how computers work. I don't
0: understand how computers. That's the fucking no. Ironically, I don't understand <laughs> I don't how computers work. That's not a joke. Zwick so was like, "You have a little bit of knowledge now, and it's very dangerous."
1: That is no, dude. Unironically, that is worse than knowing absolutely nothing. Like my mom has a vague idea. Of how, like, the internet works, oh, and no. it's fucking infuriating. <laughs> like, it, I would prefer she didn't even know it fucking existed. At least my dad knows that he knows nothing and doesn't give a shit. Like, my mom th- knows how to use Google, and now thinks she's fucking Stephen Hawking of
0: computers. Googler Google or Stephen Hawking. Yes. Master of the Google.
1: Let me finish. Ah! Stephen Hawking of computers.
0: Oh, okay. All right, good job. All right, one second.
1: For Asterios interrupts me again. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians talk about incredibly normy topics like the Big Bang Theory, Two Broke Girls, Survivor. I'm your host, Stereos Kovinos. With us is Sarantia.
1: I'm going off to fight the war. Okay. In October, in October, I will be gone for a significant amount of time.
0: So. You going to Vietnam?
1: No, I'm not going to Vietnam. I'm going to Indonesia. Tickets to Vietnam are too expensive.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. What's? Tell me anything about Indonesia. All I know is that some of my clothes come from there, and it sounds like Indochina. And remember that great moment from uh from the movie uh that where uh, Ben Stiller was like a uh, like a model. What was the name of that movie? Zoolander. Zoolander, where like Will Ferrell's like, Indochina, Indochina. Remember that? No. Okay, well, that reminds me of that. I have seen Zoolander,
1: though, so I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it for probably a decade. Uh, I'm going to be gone from October 8th to the, I come back on the 20th Eighth, But with the flight, it ac- I actually land here on the 29th. It is a f- guess how many hours of a flight it is from here to
0: Indonesia. Yes. Two. Close. One.
1: Very close. Zero hour. Are we in Indonesia right now? Forty fucking hours. Forty fucking hours. And I also had to get a visa just to go to because there is a layover in Shanghai. Isn't that bullshit?
0: You had to get a visa to go to the Chinese airport, how great is this goddamn airport?
1: This they- better be a fucking Disneyland in this airport.
0: My cousin is uh, my whole, like. half my family's Chinese, but I have one cousin who was adopted in China. Um, she's you know she's adopted, and uh, when they all went to China, they let like everyone just go through the airport except her. And they were like, are you trying to escape China?
1: Dude, that's seriously, I looked up travel warnings for shit. That is seriously like a thing that's on the uh, travel or the United States Department of States warnings for going to China is like the Chinese government has been known to stop and detain uh, uh, United States citizens of Chinese ancestry for no fucking reason.
0: (laughs) Yes, it was weird. She's like, I'm not trying to escape China. I already escaped when I got adopted. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Uh, Yeah, that was weird. Now, do you think I, as a person of mixed race heritage, hold on, let me take off the glasses so I can look extra Chinese. My Chinese name is Moontang Zhou Yen, and I receive the red envelopes every Christmas. I still think you made that up. Hong Yi Fa Choi. Yeah. <laughs> Sriracha? Yeah, uh, guten tag to too. <laughs> Do you think I would be stopped at the airport? Because if you don't, isn't that racist? To you? No, you
1: would not. You're not getting stopped at any airport ever. Uh, thanks. Except for when you have
0: gatekeeping. Wait. Except for what?
1: Except when you have uh, the tape recorder. Every fucking time you have that tape. It's a fun game. It's a fun game to see. Um, the game I play is how aggressive is the gate agent at TSA? Because obviously we have it's a tape recorder. But I like uh, uh, to see if they. You can tell who's new and who's old by whether they assume it's. <laughs> something bad, or if they just assume, like, oh, this is the fourth fuck-up we've had today, oh, well.
0: Now, uh, she's discussing my H4N Zoom digital audio recorder. It looks, for boomers out there, it looks like a PKE meter. For Zoomers out there, it looks like a PKE K, PK meter from the extreme Ghostbusters. And they had a Ghostbuster in a wheelchair. And for TSA
1: agents, it looks like something you're not supposed to say in an airport. Maybe a word that starts with a B and ends
0: with a B. <laughs> A yes. boob! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> nah, it looks like an explosive device. It, but, uh... it doesn't look great. So one time we were at the airport. We've never told this story on the show, before. have
1: we not? No,
0: no, 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 no. We told it uh, one time. We both got super duper high and recorded a bonus episode of Asteris Kills a Kid that was just about our airport travels that I don't think anybody's ever heard. Uh, one time we we're at the airport. We're coming back from the Dick Show Dallas. And they tried, somebody made a mirror that had like a Maddox quote on it. It was just like, I forget what the quote was.
1: No, it was the plaque.
0: Yes, it was the plaque. It was the
1: plaque. I remember yes. this like
0: yesterday
1: and uh, watching uh, Kimball rail, uh, what, what, what's the fun use of we're using? Crosswords. crosswords. Crosswords using a movie pass credit card.
0: Yes. He used- <laughs>
1: that Im- memory is stuck in my brain. I, that's going to be one of the things I, you know, how they say your life flashes before your life when you die. That one's going to be in the rail. <laughs>
0: He's, he used his movie pass credit card to separate the crosswords. Wait, I, oh. How do we take the crosswords matrix and then sublimate it down to the individual unit? Individual crosswords? Individual puzzle. He was, he was creating, he was separating out his puzzle pieces. And, um, and, then, and then everyone was like, take this plaque back home with you. And I was like, "No, it's covered in crosswords. I will not take this plaque back home with me."
1: I, I'm the one that said that, didn't I? Because I was like, "We need to dunk that in hydrogen peroxide first, right? In case there's dogs." We
0: both said it. We were both. It was one of our sympathetic moments. We were both like, "Ah, <laughs> we don't want to look rude and like we're turning down a gift, but um." But then, like, somebody snuck it in my bag. Really? Yes, because they were like, oh, this will be like a fun little surprise. And so I find it, and I'm like, God damn it. God damn it, you goddamn zoomers. So we're at the airport, and you go, hey, uh, let's make sure we don't have any other drugs in our bag. And you said it out loud, and you said it. Just like that.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: And I was like, Sriracha! God damn it! We're trying to get home!
1: I didn't have any drugs in my bag.
0: <laughs> okay, you did not have any drugs in your bag. But she said it real loud. And then when we're going through TSA, they find the tape recorder and they go, Hey, we don't want to tell you what this looks like. And Sriracha, Sriracha goes, Yeah, it looks like a bomb, right?
1: I did not say that.
0: You said something to that effect because I'm... And you know you did.
1: Oh, no. I was laughing hysterically the entire time. But didn't I say something like, it's a tape recorder?
0: You might have said, it's a tape recorder, not a bomb. You said the B word.
1: I said the B word. I don't feel like I would say the
0: B word. The only reason I remember this story is because you said the B word. And I remember telling you later, there's a way to make that joke without using the B word.
1: I feel like... Okay, because see, I remember. I very specifically remember having this conversation at the airport and you being like, Sarant, you can't make those... You can't, now is not the time to run your Type 5 about the airport. I said something like, oh, we always get stopped because of this tape recorder. And I remember justifying it by saying, oh, see, I was trying to communicate to her that it was a tape recorder without saying the B word. I very specifically mem- remember choosing my words incredibly fucking carefully because... Well, did I tell you the last time I flew, they uh, checked my hair?
0: Was like, it that guy that keeps sending you pictures of your hair?
1: He blocked me cuz I cut I cut 10 inches of my hair off and now he fucking blocked me. I heard
0: you tried to donate that hair to charity.
1: I went to the Chinese salon that's down the road. And uh, I cut it all off. And the lady, like, what they do is they first make one big cut, and then they start adding the layers in. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it, and I was like, so we, should we, like, donate this to Logs of Love or some shit? And she looks at me and she says, ah, no, <laughs> no.
0: So, literally, not even people who've lost their hair in the fight to cancer... They would rather look bald than have your hair?
1: They already got cancer. They don't need another problem. (laughs) Poor
0: guys. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. The reason I I remember you saying the B word is this. And we will move on. I'm sorry to harp on this. No, this is
1: hysterical. I'm I'm actually not sorry to harp
0: on this, though. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm having a lot of fun harping on this. I'm like a goddamn angel playing the harp over here, drinking a harp beer. Just call me Harpo Marx. I said to the lady... We know, we know, and we appreciate that you're being extra careful. And I was like, hey, we're not here to get in the way. You do your job.
1: I just had a flash memory. I remember exactly what I said now. I said, it's a tape recorder, but I know what it looks like.
0: You didn't use the B word? I did
1: not use the B word. I went out of my way to not use the B word.
0: Well, then you know what? I am issuing you one. Posthumous apology. Thank you. Upon my death, which is what posthumous (laughs) means,
1: I know what it means.
0: You, the listeners, might not. No, they do. Why do I assume everybody? I'm not smart. Here's something dumb people do: they assume that other people are dumb. Uh, Upon my death, you will receive much like, much like in Back to the Future Two, a lawyer will go up to you in the middle of the night. With a manila envelope, you'll open it up and it'll say, sorry about the B word, B word. Yeet. And it'll be a picture of me, Dad. <laughs>
1: then we will yeet your, your dead corpse. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Okay. Now, uh, last week we opened up a lot of gifts. Thank you all so much for sending us all these amazing gifts. Sriracha has spent most of the morning opening up the Star Wars trading cards that we were sent looking for porgs. She's not found any. Zero. And she's very upsetty spaghetti about it, which no. is her phrase, not mine. I'm not. I'm not. She said that, not me. Okay, so I'm gonna
1: open this up, and uh, I don't know if you have a silly internet name sender. So if you there is no letter in here, I will say your first name. Okay. I think that's a good compromise. That's a great,
0: great compromise. Who is it from?
1: This. Uh, I'm just explained that I would look for a letter because I do not want to dox the gentleman. Okay. Alright, well it looks like there's no letter in here, so this is from Roger. Roger, thank you. This is What is it? Kelp noodles? Kelp noodles? What the Wait, are these no carbs?
0: I'm getting I'm I guarantee you those are those are no carbs.
1: Shit me sideways. These are three carbs a serving. Holy fuck. These are keto as hell.
0: Sriracha. I I don't even know if Roger knew this, because you've only been keto for about two weeks now. Yeah. But you are back on the K train.
1: I'm back on the K train. Let me tell you, my poops are uh, insane. Like, if you've ever been on keto, you know that it's not easy to go to the bathroom <laughs> when you're doing keto. Oh, wait. There is a letter. I'm sorry. There is a letter. It was inside the book.
0: Well, we can bleep it out if if it's a problem.
1: Okay. Happy belated birthday. Aww. This, the book is your. Surround to the book is yours. Happy belated <coughs> birthday, Asterios. The dice is rose. Hey, fatty, eat this candy bar that will help you lose <laughs> weight so you can buy more Forever 21 clothes. Oh, it's a, it's a, uh, those bars. Yes!
0: Oh, the callback!
1: Fuck yeah, quest bars. Probably can't eat any of these, but therefore, Busterios Poconos. Uh, And also, there is a very heavy 20-sided dice Wait, let me see that. This is really cool,
0: yeah. I don't want to throw it. This is a very hefty D20 that may be made of solid gold. This is... Yes? Oh, no, go ahead. I'm going to roll it real quick. Okay, I rolled a three. It's probably made of copper, but it's still very cool. All right, this is going right on the shelf.
1: This is a book titled, it says For Sorantia in the cover, and it is titled Don't Hurt People and Don't Take Their Stuff, <laughs> A Libertarian Manifesto. Well, nice. joke's on you. My Libertarian Manifesto is the exact opposite of this. God, <laughs> Hurt damn. everyone and steal everything you can, but I will read it. Thank you very much. And this is a birthday cake gourmet gum cool. That's dope. That is pretty damn cool. Is there anything else in here? Nope, just a bunch of quest bars. Hey, thank you, Roger. That's cool as shit. Yeah, Roger,
0: thank you so much for the gift. Cool God as shit. <laughs> oh, speaking of gifts, um, we want to thank the 78 people who have given us the gift of $15 this month to get their own personal episode of the 5-Minute Podcast. Wow. 78 fucking people that's
1: too many fucking people
0: and i still we still owe some people from last time because we have like a cutoff day like if you don't get us your topic by a certain day we can't guarantee when we're going to deliver it to you so i told like there were like five people last time who got their topic in late and i was like we'll get you on the next round if you're one of those people get in touch with me please uh but for everybody else yeah we're making 78 personalized episodes of the five minute podcast um let me pull up some of the great topics that we've got that we're going to be riffing on. Um, oh, okay. This quest, this is from a guy named Rob. It's it, it. He writes, I have to bring my stupid, dumb girlfriend home for Christmas. So my gay ass parents can meet her or some bullshit. Who can fathom the mind of a parent anyway? They're all old and wrinkly. What, spicy hot tips do you have to get me through this fucking nightmare hellhole of a situation?
1: That's going to be a nightmare for literally everyone involved.
0: (laughs) Dick, elaborate. What do you mean?
1: Okay, so the girlfriend is going to be clearly uncomfortable. Yes. Because that's not fun. That sounds like a fun... When I end up in hell... I believe that my everyone has their own personal hell. It's not just a one-size-fits-all-fire-and-brimstone deal. I believe that you will be put into the most uncomfortable and uh, damaging situation that you've ever experienced in your mortal life. And mine is going to be just sitting on the couch, endlessly meeting parents for the first time it is a fucking nightmare you have no idea what to do you have no idea if you're supposed to be helping your fucking uh boyfriend's asian parents are doing that thing where they're in the kitchen and they're uh, you you ask do you need any help and they say no but then you understand implicitly that you're supposed to offer again and just fight back against it or maybe you don't because uh you don't understand these social cues because you're an awkward piece of shit and so then you end up inadvertently offending your family
0: yes Uh, it's so difficult uh do you need help might be a very friendly nice thing to do or do you need help in the kitchen might be like hey you look like you can't cook you piece of shit it's
1: a fucking nightmare and boomers make it a fucking nightmare because boomers love stupid dumb social contracts that mean fucking nothing
0: yes fuck them fuck them all (laughs) I totally agree Meeting, okay, I actually really like meeting the girlfriend's parents, personally. Fuck you. I know. I see it as, like, a fun challenge, and I see it as my job to, like, shine up the gal. Like, I have a lot of fun being like, oh, your daughter said this? Did you know your daughter's doing this? Oh, like, I kind of wingman the girl. Like, I like wingmanning the girl I'm dating in front of their parents, because... Girls aren't allowed to brag. If they do, they're considered bitches. So it's like, but, but I'm like their agent. I get in there and I'm like, Stereos coconuts, boyfriend at law. Uh, let me tell you about this girl. She saved someone's life. She, she sharpens her own knife. Uh, she won the game of life. This is her. Her name's Siracha. Everybody loves her.
1: Did I ever tell you about the time I did save a baby's life in Ireland?
0: I'm sorry. What? (laughs)
1: Oh, I've never told this story. No. So I went to, uh, beginning of last year, I spent a couple weeks in uh, Ireland with a friend of mine, and we went on, so uh, we were in Dublin, we flew into Dublin, and we took a bus out into the northern part of the country, and those buses only run like once a day, because it's something like a seven-hour trip up to the top part of the country and back down. So I don't remember. We were late for the bus because we stopped somewhere and we lost track of time. So we're like, I don't even remember what city we were in. We just stopped for food somewhere. And we're sprinting through the city on these cobblestone streets. And there's a woman talking to her friend. And there's a pram With a child Presumably a child In it Standing next to her And these streets Are very slanted And she lets go Of the pram And the pram Starts rolling Towards the road Like in the untouchables? Yes Oh my (laughs) goodness So I'm running And I'm like Holy shit So I stop But I don't have time To like stop And talk to this woman And I push the pram Away from the road And towards her And it smacks Into her And then she starts She has the gall To start fucking Screaming obscenities At me And I'm like but, bitch, I don't have time to argue with you. You're welcome. That's a weird way to pronounce you're welcome for saving my infant child's fucking life. Can we hear what some
0: of those obscenities might have sounded like oh, in this thick Irish accent?
1: Just like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Get the fuck back. And something like that. I don't remember exactly what she said. I do remember the word fuck was interspersed. Was it fuck or was it feck? F-A-W-K.
0: Fack. That's better. That's pretty great. You saved a goddamn baby's life? It was a busy fucking street. You know, the same thing happened in Ghostbusters 2? Dana didn't freak out at some hot young girl saving their baby's goddamn life? Good for you. You saved a baby's life? I'm going to give you something for this. Yeah,
1: give me. Give me a reward, because that woman didn't.
0: Hold on. I'm going to find something good to give you. Wow. a clock radio. Thanks. (laughs) It's two gifts. It's a clock and a radio. Thanks. I haven't been using it. I had it in the drawer.
1: I actually do need a uh, alarm clock. Well, oh. there you go. <laughs> my phone doesn't do it for me anymore.
0: No, because it's too easy to ignore.
1: It is. No, yeah. because I'll just endlessly snooze it.
0: Okay. Here's how many alarms I have. I have my phone, which has three alarms. My electrocution bracelet, which has three alarms. My Fitbit has three alarms. So that's nine alarms so far. And, hey Google, tell me how many alarms are set. You have set an alarm on weekdays at 7.30 a.m. Exactly. And Google will yell at me. I have 10 different alarms. I... Barely make it to my temp job on time. Barely. By the skin. Every fucking day, I'm like one of those. uh, You know how people talk about how in anime, people are always running around with toast in their mouths? Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like that story that you goddamn nerds tell about toast mouth.
1: Yeah, but uh, you work in uh, advertising, so it doesn't matter. Everybody's too busy railing their 9 a.m. cocaine (laughs) in the bathroom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are.
1: Oh man, I was reading an article the other day talking more about airports. I read an article called "The Top Ten Worst Airports in the Entire World," mm-hmm. and you know what was number one? LAX. No, you fucking first world asshole. Fucking Reykjavik in Iceland.
0: That's the worst.
1: Airport? I was expecting it to be fucking South Sudan or something.
0: Reykjavik. How nice of an airport do they need in
1: Reykjavik? It's. I've been to it. It's not bad. It's just small.
0: I'm going to say they wanted something unexpected. Everybody knows that the worst airports of the world are in America.
1: Dude, have you ever seen like pictures of the airports in Kenya? There's one, and I think it's in one of those countries where Americans aren't allowed to like Mali or something, but it's there's not even a building. It's just a tent and a tarp set up.
0: I'll be goddamn, are you serious? <laughs> that
1: sounds like the worst airport in the world to me.
0: <laughs> ah, now I would say that that airport's got culture. Class. That airport, very good for selfies. I take a picture of myself at that airport. I'm just like, haha, I'm helping people. That's my profile picture now. Now I'm just raking in the likes, baby. Me
1: with a gigantic gun.
0: (laughs) 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 The rebel fighters. We still have yet, every time we go to Orlando, and it is a lot. We go there maybe twice a year. I love
1: Orlando. We
0: both love Orlando. The other night, we were both... Like, I have two days, I, 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 t- I wanted to take two days off, so we're, like, relaxing, we're smoking hookah, we're just, like, trying to chill out, because uh, this tour has been fucking exhausting, and I'm, so I'm trying to, like, really prioritize leisure. I was talking to my therapist about this, and my therapist was, like, this was a couple of weeks ago, like, my first therapy session, she goes, so what do you do for recreation? What do you do for fun? And I was, like, silent for, like, a minute. And then I started to get stressed out and worried that I wasn't coming up with an answer. And she's like, well, just name one thing. And I go, doctor, I don't know. There's not a single minute of my life that I'm not trying to either make money at in advertising or monetize for content. Even when I'm on the train, I'm like texting people back. Remember that year where I was just like recording five-minute podcasts on the subway on the way to work? Yeah, and then I get to work, work, record five-minute podcasts by lunch. It's been like years and years of just like nonstop working. So I'm like, I'm going to try to take two days off and just like try to relax. So and so I go to Saraje, hey, if you could go anywhere in America, where'd you want to go on vacation? And she goes, Orlando. Fuck yeah. And, I, and she goes, where would you want to go? And I was like. Orlando, and it's like we've both been there before, but we both like it so much. But when we go to Orlando next, we have to go to Machine Gun America. It's it's time.
1: I want to go to Machine Gun America more than anything in the world.
0: <laughs> Every time we go, it just falls off our to do list. You can shoot a nineteen twenty style Tommy gun. Speaking of the Untouchables, with like a with one of those like ribbon reload like cartridges.
1: I've never shot a machine gun, or like anything automatic.
0: I've only shot. I've shot Glocks, which I guess are they're not automatic. <laughs> they're like semi-automatic. I mean, I don't. I don't need to reload it. I don't need to cock the hammer back each time. It's just weird that you called it a Glock. What would you? Is it a Glock seven?
1: A handgun. I would call it a pistol.
0: I sh- well, I shot a Glock and uh and a like a, a six shooter style like snub nose 38 revolver okay yeah and i got my shooting certificate from the burbank gun range how old were you 26 yeah okay (laughs) it was cool i got a shooting certificate and i took home the the thing the target that had like bullet holes near the heart huh Mm. cool no that's pretty cool machine guns are cool yeah guns are great machine but i guess that's not automatic because you have to keep pulling the trigger yeah we have to shoot machine guns all right, we're shooting machine. We should go to Vegas and shoot machine guns. Isn't everything legal there?
1: I do believe. I personally believe that you and I are the only two people that could do Las Vegas correctly.
0: Explain.
1: No, and I know. I realize everybody says that because you don't drink or do drugs, right? And I have. A deep-rooted... I hate casino. I don't hate casinos. I hate spending money at casinos. I think casinos are awesome, but I will just sit there and watch someone else lose their entire life savings. That is fun to me. That's
0: hysterical. One uh, One time I was at a casino and I saw somebody screaming at the top of their lungs and she was, ye- he was yelling and yelling. He was like, God damn, it, you took my money. Ah, oh, you took all my goddamn money. And he was yelling at an Ellen slot machine. And Ellen was like dancing and like just kept dancing like, across the top. And he's like, Freaking out at Ellen. And I was like, This is better than gambling.
1: Dude, I saw that at uh, when I went to New Orleans for uh, Mardi Gras last year. The, my favorite moment of the whole trip was not the parade, not any kind of show we went to no restaurants, but we went to, there was a giant, there's a gigantic casino called Hannah's right next to the French quarter where all of like the hotels are and they give you free drinks there. So I just sit there. I suck up free drinks. I'm not even fucking playing. I'll put like one penny in the penny slot just so it look when the waitress comes over, it looks like I'm very into these machines, <laughs> but, uh, I saw a man that was Dolly Parton slot machine and I saw a guy just crying. I don't know what the fuck happened, but as we were leaving, he was crying, like full on tears coming out of his nose at this Dolly Parton slot machine. And meanwhile, Dolly's like, y'all hey, will come back soon now. I'm like, no, Dolly. You're destroying his life.
0: Don't encourage him. Don't you know how many Don't <laughs> you know how many hours he's gonna have to work to make this up? He's gonna have to work from at least nine to five. Damn your southern hospitality, Dolly. <laughs> God. Damn it. When I did that show in Austin, right across the street was like Dolly Fest.
1: No shit. I love Dolly Bart. We uh, go to Dolly Fest.
0: Dolly Fest, it was only open until 10, and, it's, and that's around when the show ended. And we were all like, well, if it ends at 10, how great is this Dolly Fest? Yeah. But we should go to Dollywood. I hear that Dollywood is totally worth it. Is that a theme park? I don't. I just. just is it a theme park? I know it is some sort of Dolly Parton-themed recreational space. I don't know if it's just like you tour her house. Do you listen to her? Mi- I don't know if it's like a Dolly Parton museum or Dolly Parton theme park. It might be a little bit of both. Okay. We got to go to Dollywood. I'm excited. Okay. Here's our to-do list. Shoot machine guns of machine gun America. Go to Las Vegas and do it right. Because, yeah. Neither of us like to gamble. It's too, the only time I like to gamble is when my mom gives me $20 and goes, gamble this. Or,
1: and you're also drunk, which you're not anymore.
0: <laughs> I know. The other day, oh my goodness, I get all these emails in New York where it's like, this is Brooklyn for broke people in Brooklyn. Are you a skin flint? Here's an email called the skint. You get all these like poor person shit to do in New York emails. One of them was like, there's free scoops of ice cream. At the tipsy scoop. Now normally we would both be all over that, but the tipsy scoop is an alcoholic ice cream parlor. I'm I can't drink anymore and she can't eat sugar because she's on keto! Yeah,
1: to our two vices, alcohol and carbs.
0: It was like fucking kryptonite. It was like inviting Superman to the Kryptonite store! <laughs> Together as
1: one, they teamed up to bring us down. God
0: damn it! Dollywood, Vegas, Machine Gun America. We'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. Oh, the zoo says Dollywood is a theme park. Oh, sweet! Welcome back to the loudest podcast, loudest podcast on the internet. Uh, we're talking about travel. Speaking of travel, this Thursday, me and Sriracha are traveling to Chicago to do the loudest podcast live in Chicago. We will be there this Thursday night. And if you are listening to this in the future, it is Thursday, August twenty second. We'll be in Detroit. Friday, August 23rd, in a church. We're doing a show in a church. We're all children of Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and Jesus is about to disown two of his rowdy children.
1: Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya.
0: We will be in Toronto, Saturday, August 24th, and Montreal, Sunday, August 25th. It's the end of the tour. These are the last chances you're going to have to see us this year.
1: I'm very excited. Everyone, yeah, you got to come say goodbye to me before I go fight the war
0: before she goes to Indonesia for a few months, you've had a couple of people, and, and we are going to, this is a very travel-heavy episode, I'm realizing. I know you have some more airport facts you want to get to, but real quick, you've had a couple of people apply to be replacement
1: saranches? Yeah, Uh. I okay, first of all, you you told me yesterday, you were like, you have to do it, because you told them you were going to do it. Listen, I, I even said on the last episode, this is just an idea I'm kicking around.
0: I didn't say you have to do it. I didn't say... Here's what I said. I said that it would be a lot of fun if we auditioned replacement ranches, or if we had, like, four of them per show.
1: See, but the point of auditioning replacement ranches is that um, it's a replacement for me being on the podcast. We agreed that we were going to record a bunch of podcasts ahead of time. Yes. But I'll give them a little money if we want to do, like, live. So, obviously, we will be releasing... Loudest podcast. This is what we think right now. Yes. We'll be releasing loudest podcasts on the date when everybody wants it. And then maybe for the live show, you could do episodes with replacement ranches.
0: I love the idea of replacement ra- sur- surplacements being at the live shows too. Okay. So again, we will figure out the details, but Sarancha has promised to pay for replacement Saranches, which I think is hysterical. And I guess now we're opening up to the live shows, too. If you want to be a replacement stranger, you got to send an application to PorgChatter at ProtonMail.com.
1: Yeah, but by live show, I mean, like, this $15 stream we're doing right now.
0: That's fine. But you get in touch with us. If you want to be a replacement stranger, we will figure it out. Can we agree on that?
1: Yeah, we're still hammering out the details, but we will figure something out. We've had a few amazing applications. May I read one? Oh,
0: I would love it if you did.
1: (laughs) So this is... What I consider a great application. Okay, here's going to be some dead air.
0: That's, that's we can cut out the dead air. You don't feel like you have to patter. her.
1: Proton Mail is a nightmare for mobile users.
0: Yeah, and apparently got hacked. Did it? Yeah, the most unhackable email in the world got hacked, which is just like goddamn ridiculous. That
1: is nuts. Yeah, everybody switch over to man. What, I,
0: is there a new one?
1: I, I I am a firm believer that everyone should be on Cockmail, but Cockmail. <laughs> Cockmail? It's mail with cocks. Is it spelled C-O-C-K-M-A-L-E? Yeah, dot .il or something. Or no, it's like, then you get an email, it's like porkchatter at I L.
0: Excellent. I actually think somebody subscribes to the Patreon from, with a cockmail email address, because I remember seeing it and going, this can't be right. Cockmail is very secure. Apparently, people are finding it very hard to grab this cockmail. Okay, what do you got? You got anything?
1: I'm decrypting right now.
0: You're decrypting? Okay, so we cut all this out, especially that last thing I just said about grabbing this cockmail. That wasn't very funny, so
1: okay, so this is a, a great application we've gotten from Mr. Luke. Uh, Dear Sorancho, and I did ask if I could read this, so okay. he said yes. Dear Sorancho, queen of porgs and master of the gorilla mind, here's my application to replace you. Here are some of my qualities. And the first one is about undiagnosed autism. So. <laughs> 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 Am I allowed to read that, or are you going to get upset?
0: There's nothing that doesn't upset me anymore, but please continue. Number
1: one, undiagnosed autism. I have a large wooden train collection from childhood. (laughs) And we'll talk all about anime. I am at least as autistic as you, so the transition in levels of tisms will be absolutely seamless. Number two, ugly people. (laughs) People will miss your beauty after being exposed to my disgusting visage for several episodes. There's a reason my, my wife is blind. Was that it? No, there's more. Three, Australian. You get an accent, strange phrases, and words for things, and no American politics. When old Boomer boy gets on the tram train, I'll be there to give him a fine and take away his smart rider.
0: My smart rider? I don't know. What's a smart Is that one of those... Goddamn scooters that everybody's dying on right now? Dude, I fucking hate those
1: things. Did we talk about those we're last never episode? Talking about the oh my fucking god. So when I was in BrodyCon, if you are go visit Baltimore, Baltimore's a shithole, but not for the reason that Trump say, says it is. Baltimore is a shithole for one reason. There's a fucking scourge. There is a green scourge that is destroying inner harbor and these these goddamn scooter things. I don't know where you rent them, I don't know how much they cost. I don't know if you can even get them without a driver's license. I bet you can, though, because everybody that drives them is a fucking jackass. It's a scooter, and it goes fast, something like 20 miles per hour. And these jackasses, you will just be walking down the road and zoom these... fucktards on an electric scooter will just zoom by you, weave in and out of traffic. It is so fucking dangerous and annoying, and it should be fucking illegal, and I hate them so much. Uh, they are so annoying. Someone is going to get fucking killed on one of those, and I will laugh.
0: People have already gotten killed on them. <laughs> A lot of people. Um, these things go ridiculously fast
1: dude i'm not talking like a scooter that you like a
0: push scooter No, these are electric scooters and they're not they're not your your grandmom's electric scooter these are like little rockets you don't wear a helmet you don't wear anything if like a car looks at you you fall off it and die Aren't they great?
1: They're so scary. Yes. They're so scary. Yeah. Fuck those scooters. What was I even fucking talking the thing about? I don't
0: like about the scooters is that there's this thing where it's like, and when you're done with it, just leave it wherever you want. So I'm walking around Austin Austin is like a crime scene full of these dead scooters. They're like all over the goddamn place. Just dead scooter, dead scooter, dead scooter. And it's just like, this is not, it's just not very pretty.
1: They w- they drive it on the sidewalks. Yes. They drive it on, they're more annoying than bicycles because they're going so, sometimes you'll just be walking back by and then boom, like two jackasses on scooters will
0: zoom by you. And at least some of those bicycle girls are hot. Like they have all these like hot tattoos made with vegan inks. Their hair is 20 different colors. Like, they, they're very poor, so they can't eat a lot, so they're very skinny. You know, they're just running around going like, hey, uh, hey, check out me and my bicycle culture. They do that thing where they all, they all, they, what is it called? The bicycle takeover thing where, like, they all go down the street and they block traffic 10 minutes.
1: At least bicyclists know if they cut a car off in the middle of traffic, they're going to get fucking hit and die. Yes. These scooter people, they think no semblance they think they're the king of the fucking road yes
0: yeah exactly ugly ugly people on scooters fuck
1: them fuck them fuck them fuck them if you ever have one of those fuck you too. delete your patronage never ever listen to this podcast (laughs) again
0: let's not let's not go go crazy
1: (laughs) number four loud it's called the loudest podcast and you you can bet your ass i got the pipes I don't think I am even capable. I'm going into Southern now. I need to knock it off. I don't think I am even capable of whispering due to my tremendous lungs.
0: Ah, This guy sounds great.
1: Funny, I can make jokes that people laugh at—not good people, but people nonetheless. I do stand up. That's not a—that's less of a qualification than you think. That's true. <laughs> not as often as I'd like, and can perform. First attempt at stand up made me two hundred dolary dues and I have never entered money from—I've co- never earned money from comedy again. Sex flexible. I can touch my toes and have an open calendar.
0: So does it? So are you giving the official approval to, to, to as him as a replacement strategy candidate? Yes. Okay, what's this guy's name? Ben. His name's Luke. Luke. Okay, Luke. We hereby dub you the very first replacement Sorancha. Luke. Details will be coming to you in the mail. Probably like in late September. Like, there's no rush. She's going to Indonesia in October. But Luke, you're in. Clear your Saturday at two at one p.m. Eastern, which I assume is like eleven p.m. your time for some shit. Might actually be like one a.m. You're doing it, Luke. He's you're doing one it of the. Luke. Re- you're, a ran- you're a replacement You're a replacement rancher. I'll give you $50. 50 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of goddamn money. In Australia, that's like 75 bucks. too. So. Holy, okay. Well, 50, $50? $50 goddamn dollars? Maybe $20. I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have like three of them per episode. So if they're not good, I can just dump oh,
1: them. Oh, no, 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 no. Only one person gets $20 $50. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, I think what you should do. I might, like, my plan is to have like four replacements per episode. So I can like have them fight. Like have them try to out-ranch each other. It'll be like the dating game. Okay, well, not so maybe give 50 give each of them like 10 bucks, And then the grand prize. The official ultimate replacement Sorancha, because we're gonna do three episodes. My plan is to have, is to like have like twelve to fifteen replacement Soranches over the course of three episodes, and do it like a beauty contest where eventually there will be one official replacement Sorancha, kind of like how Gallagher. Have you ever heard of Gallagher Two? No, I don't know what the fuck. He Let done. me talk about Gallagher Two real quick. Okay, so Gallagher. You know who Gallagher is right. No. You goddamn Zoomers don't know who Gallagher is. Who's Gallagher? He's the comedian with the hammer who would smash the watermelons.
1: Sounds hysterical. He
0: was humongous in the
1: eighties. He smashes thing watermelons with the hammer, man. You're gonna lose. You're gonna piss your pants on a Japanese beach. What does that mean? <laughs> that's a comment. That's a game that Japanese uh, teenagers play in the summer. Is you blindfold yourself and take a bat and you try to hit like a. It's like a pinata, but it's a watermelon, and whoever cracks it open gets to pick like the biggest piece to eat. So
0: you're saying Gallagher stole, ripped off Japanese culture? I'll be goddamn. We're learning more and more terrible things about Gallagher every day. But Gallagher was literally one of the biggest stars of the 1980s in comedy. He made millions and millions of dollars touring the country, doing 55 minutes of stand-up, and then spending five minutes smashing watermelons with a big hammer that he called The Sledge. Oh, Matic. The biggest comedy stars of the the 80s were like Roseanne Barr, uh, Grace, I forget her last name, and like Gallagher. Gallagher made so much goddamn money. He had like nine Showtime specials, this guy. So Gallagher is like it's time to open a franchise. I can't I can't do all these shows. I'm too in demand. So he creates a Gallagher 2. He hires his brother to dress up like him and he licenses his material to his brother. So Gallagher 2 is going around the country telling Gallagher jokes, smashing watermelons with hammers, and that's what I want to do. I want to find The next top replacement rancher. Okay, well, I
1: can't offer 20 people $50.
0: That's that's literally why I cut it off. That's why I cut it off. Obviously, yes, we can't afford that, but everybody will get paid a little bit, and the ultimate replacement rancher will get $50.
1: Okay, well, I did not uh, approve 15 to 20 replacements, so we're going to have to talk about that later.
0: This is what I tried to talk about the other night. But you when we were, we were at the hookah bar. Trying to tell you, I want to have a. Because here's the thing if one of these replacement ranchers is a drip or a dud, I can't do an hour and a half with some drip. I can't go. Ca- Look, I can carry a lot on my back. I carry this show on my back every week. My back is aching. You're like the Yoda to my Luke Skywalker, how much I'm carrying you. Well, I'm always bringing in topics and rants and opinions. Everybody always goes, Asterios, you're the funny one on the loudest podcast. Your girlfriend is just there to kind of like be the straight man and, you know, just kind of like move the topics along. But Asterios, you're the one who's bringing all the humor and all the topics. Clearly, you're the reason we're listening to this. And you know what I say? I say thank you. I say thank you to them. But I don't know that I can carry a drip through an hour and a half. I mean, I'm already doing it every week.
1: No one's getting any money. <laughs> oh, That's it. Rules have changed. You're doing this pro bono now. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. I will pay them each $10 out of my pocket. Deal. Okay. Okay. How did this happen to me? I thought you were going to How pay could
1: them. this happen to me? See, what my plan was to pay three Saranchos each 50 bucks.
0: Well, then why don't we divide the hundred and fifty Amongst 15 people, why don't you just give 15 people $10 if you were planning on spending 150 anyway, and then I'll spend 50 on the grand prize. That way, you're not out more money than you planned.
1: Fucking deal. Okay, that's fine. All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But I'm still recording the three episodes. Yes. So I can't give them my whole Patreon, because I'm still giving you guys the content that you crave.
0: <laughs> I told you the other night that I will split paying them with you, and you told me you didn't want to.
1: Hmm, that doesn't sound like me. We were
0: both real fucked up on hookah.
1: Were we? Yeah, that doesn't sound like something I would say.
0: (laughs) Okay, grapefruit head hookah. Love it.
1: Five stars. Five
0: stars on the grapefruit head. It fits more coals.
1: And it... It, it's got a smoother hit to it. It's
0: got a smooth, it. Because it's got that nice grapefruity aftertaste. God
1: damn, I want to smoke some hookah now. Right We're here. going
0: to smoke hookah right after this, by the way.
1: Anyways, airports. Airports. <laughs> Let's get back to a topic that maybe slightly interests the audience. Okay. Now, serious, you and I have both spent a lot of time in airports.
0: <laughs> 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 Is that fair to say? Oh, I was trying to promote our tours. Okay, so again, Thursday. Uh, Thursday, August 22nd, Chicago. Friday, August 23rd, Detroit. Saturday, August 24th, Toronto. Sunday, August 25th, Montreal. If you want tickets, you go to twitter.com slash hysterios. All the links are at my pinned tweet. And if you're a Patreon, you get $5 off with a coupon code. And if you want that coupon code, send me a Patreon message. Anyway, airports.
1: Airports. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Okay. I want you to list your top three Qual attributes that would make an airport shit and your top three that make it a good airport.
0: Okay, number one, if it has an arcade in it.
1: Is that good? Is that a good or a bad?
0: What do you think? If it has a video game arcade in it.
1: Very aggressive today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to get,
0: I sleepwalk through the, I don't want to say sleepwalk, but like, I'm trying to like bring it more on the loudest podcast because sometimes, I'm not kidding, this is like literally a thought I had, I find you so funny and entertaining that sometimes I just, like, camp, where I am I'm just, like, sit back and I'm like, I love what I'm seeing right now. Like, she's so funny. I can just sit here. And it's like, wait a minute, Styrus, you're not in the audience. <laughs> like, you're a performer. You have to, like, you have to try to tell some jokes, too. Uh, but anyway. Well, great job. You're doing a great job. I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it more. Because, again, because I, this is, it's, you're, like, one of my, I really enjoy watching you do comedy. It is so much fun. But what was I going to say? uh,
1: Okay, don't suck my dick too hard.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to lie on the show. Like, I'm going to tell the truth, even if it's a little sappy. Like, the only thing I have is to be myself. But anyway... Uh, I really like aer- I really like when there's an arcade at the airport. But anyway, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I'm, see, I wouldn't say that. That's not me. <laughs> airport arcade. Have you ever been to an airport that had an arcade? Yes, I Where? have. Where? Uh, what is it? I I forget the name of it. I think maybe the Atlanta one. There's one kind of airport that every like gate has a different video game arcade machine and a different snack machine at it. And a lot of them are the same. It's like it's like we have twelve copies of Cruise in USA. I don't know why you need twelve Cruising USAs. You know we can all just share the one. But I like that they have it. Or like sometimes I love like Puzzle Bobble, that old Neo Geo cabinet. Um, another thing I like when airports have rocking chairs.
1: Oh God, yes. The
0: Atlanta airport and I believe also the airport in North Carolina. They both have rocking chairs. Philadelphia has them too. It's so nice. The only time I ever encounter rocking chairs are when I'm at a a Cracker Barrel. I was about to say that. Or when I'm at an airport. One of them is the best place I could be. One of them is the worst place I could be. But they're both made better by rocking chairs. And then, I guess, finally, another thing I really, really like at an airport is when they have uh, Cortaditos, which are a, um, a Cuban coffee. It's like... Two shots of espresso, cut very fine, um, a bunch of steamed milk, and then 15 packets of sugar. Oh, fuck. It's like a Coca-Cola bottle's worth of sugar, and it comes in this, like, little cup. Or it has, like, a Big Brother coffee drink called the Cortado, which is, it's coffee. They serve you in a cup, and they give you, like, a bunch of little thimble, like, little tiny shot glasses. The idea is you buy a Cortado, and then you go home do you go to the office and everybody takes just a little bit of it because it's so strong and it fucks you up so much it's like cuban culture made a coffee that was designed to be shared with your co-workers i just like that
1: no those are really good i think i've had one when we were in miami or you gave me a sip of yours yeah
0: uh but so those are things that what how about you
1: let me tell you what pisses me off about airports first because mm-hmm. okay number one
0: Boingo hotspots. Oh my goodness. Great point.
1: Someone fucking uh, messaged me because I was debating. I had two choices between flights going to Indonesia. I could take uh, 40 hours on China Eastern air (laughs) or I could splurge, pay $300 more and take a Delta flight that was like 23 hours. So it was direct from JFK to uh, whatchamacallit, Denspensar, wherever you land. Mm -hmm. And someone messaged me and says on the 40-hour flight, are you planning on buying the Wi-Fi? And I said, I would rather take my fingers and put them in the back of my throat and rip my tonsils out and then eat them <laughs> Then support Boingo's fuckery. This fuckery that they do in the airport the tr- when you're trapped like rats. I hate them. I hate them so much, and someone should do something. Someone should do something with violence.
0: Okay. Satirically.
1: Satirically, someone should do something about Boingo Hotspots. Let me tell you, if you if you're not American, you haven't dealt with this shit fuckery. So every airport is controlled by the fucking Gestapo of Wi-Fi Boingo Hotspots. And you never know when you show up at the airport, is it gonna be free? Because they offer it for free at some places. Like at the Philadelphia airport and at uh, LaGuardia. They have it for free, but then some places you'll show up and they, I shit you not. This is what they do. They say, you can have five minutes of free Wi-Fi, but then after that, you need to pay in 15 minute increments. Holy shit. Fuck you. Fuck you. Who the fuck uses five minutes of Wi-Fi? You're trapped for a 13 hour fucking layover in Shanghai and you're going to give me five minutes of free Wi-Fi. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That is a, That is like you're spitting in my fucking face. I would rather have no fucking Wi-Fi than five minutes.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree with you. It never works in flight. Never. And never what, has it worked. What I've been told is that there, like, is a company out there that can give very good Wi-Fi, but so many, so many of the carriers are locked into this, like, long-term contract with Boingo it would cost the airlines more money to get out of the Boingo contract than it is to just kind of fuck all of us.
1: That's what I wanted to ask. So, you know, sometimes when you have, uh, you, you'll you be walking around and you'll just randomly connect to a Wi-Fi yes. called like service Wi-Fi. And it's something like, and then when you open the internet, it's like, if you're a Verizon customer, log in. Yeah. Why don't they have that at
0: airports? I don't understand it either. Uh, I'm on T-Mobile And T-Mobile sometimes, like, will just let you on the Wi-Fi for free. Delta! I think Delta... Now I'm realizing this. I think Delta may have gotten out from under the thumb of Big Boingo. Because now up in Delta, you can pay a little more to watch, like, Netflix... You can pay a little more to get like streaming access. You can watch like YouTube and shit. You know, when you're up there, it's just like if you go on YouTube, your phone will explode. Like, don't even think about it. Yeah, don't even fucking
1: think about it. Amtrak does that too. It's like, we'll give you Wi Fi, but don't you fucking think about going on Netflix. Don't
0: you dare use any streaming services. We will find you and we will end your life. Uh, Delta now has a thing where it's like $10 for Wi Fi or $20 for like the good Wi Fi with like YouTube and shit. So I think Delta. So Boingo contract expired and they opted not to renew. Good. Yeah. It is it is going to take fucking forever to get out from the thumb of Boingo. But eventually, the our long national nightmare will end. The Boingo pay-as-you-go hotspots will pay as you go to hell. They will pay as you go fuck themselves. If I had
1: a gun with one bullet. No, no,
0: no. Again.
1: Satirically,
0: we have listeners who might be like the pretty girl on the podcast. Told me to go take care of it, yes, ma'am, Mrs. Sriracha. <laughs> I'll end the scourge of Blingo once and for all. I haven't
1: been stopped at the airport for a while, so I think I'm finally trying to starting to outwalk my reputation. Well, I'm glad Korea
0: incident. I'm glad that you are really taking advantage of the slack the U.S. government has cut you. To threaten violence against. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just so funny. Just to me.
1: boingo as an institution. Anyways. Should
0: be stopped.
1: You know what else pisses me off, but to a lesser degree? Okay. I fucking can't stand when you get to a terminal and the only food there is a coffee shop you've never heard of. That's way too expensive.
0: Oh my goodness. That's such a.
1: Have you noticed that? It's like. Ju-
0: Give me. How hard would it be to put a Burger King here? How hard would it be? their food costs nothing. I think I think like they you actually I think they found a way to like turn waste products into Burger King food. So making Burger King food I believe is like a net economic positive for the Burger King corporation. It's like, well, we make money on these burgers and uh and this and this animal farm gets gets rid of its meat waste. Everybody wins. Yeah, I hate it when it's just like the Sunshine Cafe. There's like no one there and there's $8 croissants.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: all you got. And
1: you're trapped there cuz you what are you what are you going to do? Just not do? eat for 12 hours.
0: What are you going to do? Have you eaten at home. Of course not. No, you know of course you course left you really late. You only barely made it to the airport at, on time. Give us our goddamn $8 croissant.
1: I'm so indignant sometimes I will just drink water instead of eating. That's good. That's what I used to do at Shmuffalo Schmings because I have this bone in my body that no one else has, or not that no one else has, but that reasonable people don't have, which is like, I, I hate, I hate being forced to purchase something. Maybe this is just my libertarian dick. No, but- you
0: got, you got this, you've got like the spike bone. But wait a minute, you worked at Buffalo Wild Wings. Did you guys have to purchase your own food? Shmuffalo
1: Schmings. Let me tell you about my experience with Shmuffalo Schmings. So, uh... I worked at Wack Donald's mm-hmm. for a long time. Wack mm-hmm. Donald's has this policy that uh, if you work, even if you work like four hours, you get an employee meal. Okay. It's like you got to pick either one of the sandwiches or three things off the value menu okay. meal. And that was your employee meal. And you got to eat it 30 minutes. Nobody fucking bothered you. Buffalo schmuck and fucking schmings. Not only do you not even get a break, like an official break, but you have to buy your own fucking food. And I know you get a discount. I think it was like 50% off or something. But that fucking enraged me when I worked there. I would be so mad. I'm like, wait, how can fucking WackDonald's, which is charging $1 for a hamburger, give me three things for free, but you can't cover a fucking Caesar salad for me? Fuck you, I will never buy food from here. So I would just not eat when I worked there. And I was embarrassed to tell people my actual reasoning behind this. So they'd be like, hey, Sarantia, do you eat anything? I'd say, no, I'm on a diet. Everybody there would probably thought I was fucking anorexic because uh, I would work doubles. I would be there for like sometimes 12 hours a day just not eating anything. We'd be like, Sarantia, you should really have a salad or something. Be like, nope, I'm on a diet.
0: Okay. Well, first off, Awesome. I'm very proud of you for not giving in. Like, that is 1,000% bullshit. At Schmuffalo Schmalschmings, they make a 99% markup on the beer and alcohol they sell. They can't give their teenage employees a goddamn hamburger. Holy shit. That sucks.
1: Right, like you're charging fucking $17 for a sixth thing of Cisco uh, boneless wings. Absolutely, fuck you. You can afford to give your employees meals. Fuck you, fuck you. Oh my God, fuck you.
0: Yes, exactly. And for those of you who don't know, Cisco Systems is a company that like wholesales uh, food. It's run by Cisco the rapper, uh, who's most famous from the Wild Wild West song. Do you remember Cisco's uh, portion of the Wild Wild West song? I thought he was the
1: thong song guy.
0: He... He also did write a song about thongs, uh, called the thong song. But he was the one who goes, We're going straight. To the Wild Wild West, he did the high part of it.
1: Isn't that? also have Will Smith on it.
0: Well, Will Smith is like it, it was. Will Smith featuring Cisco. It was great. That was a great song. But I think Cisco's the standout. I think Cisco steals the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. So, yeah. So Cisco, you know, he he's he was the guy who gave a lot of the food to uh, Bennegan's, rest in peace. Uh, you know, TGI Fridays, Applebee's, and yes, uh, shmophalo, shmopsing. They didn't give you breaks.
1: They didn't give you official breaks. Uh, It was, you could ask the manager to get something to eat, but you weren't supposed to sit down. It was fucking stupid. So you had to go, you couldn't be out in the lobby, even if it was lunch at like 4 p.m. and nobody was in there. You weren't allowed to just sit in the lobby. You had to go in the back and eat and like stand. It it was stupid. It's stupid. That whole system is fucking stupid.
0: It's fucking wage theft, which is... A goddamn disgrace, and the problem is, it's like, yeah, you can fuck over a sixteen-year-old sorancha who works there. What is she gonna do? Lawyer up and sue? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's fucking goddamn garbage.
1: Oh man, I can't wait for Armageddon when we just murder all the.
0: I mean, again, you've...
1: <laughs> I can't. Let me. Just- there
0: are non-violent solutions to these to these problems. Right now, we are both co- we are both complaining about two humongous corporations fucking us. Boingo and Spravelo Spousbings.
1: There are nonviolent solutions. I can't wait till Armageddon when we all get together and use the law. To take back what is rightfully ours.
0: It was is was that so hard.
1: <laughs> Through the correct legal channels.
0: Was that so difficult to say? Come on, Sarantia, <laughs> Get on board with me.
1: Alright, uh that and uh third thing is this is the problem that plagues uh LAX. Yeah. Maybe it is only a problem in the terminals. I but th- this is like Another thing that makes me mad, but not mad enough to make the list, is okay. when all the terminals aren't connected. Oh, I hate that! Because that's how they gouge poor people. Because Spirit and uh, Frontier and those shitty airlines all operate out of the same terminal. Yeah. So they know that you're too poor and stupid to have eaten beforehand. So then they that's where they put those stupid cafe things. And I digress. I don't like when all the terminals aren't connected, because there's nowhere to walk and you feel like you're in a fucking zoo. Yeah. But... I also don't like when, this is my main complaint, is when there is like one outlet for 70,000 people.
0: (laughs) I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. We have had laptops for like 25 years. They know we need power outlets. The thing that pisses me off is, although I also think it's very funny, but it also pisses me off. Somebody went around LaGuardia and put up stickers that look exactly like power outlets.
1: Hysterical.
0: All over the place. And I remember the first time I did it, I tried to plug it in, and I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Then I looked at it, and it's a goddamn hyper-realistic looking sticker. And I was like, all right, I'm pretty pissed off right now, but this is a pretty sick burn. <laughs> like, like random airport, I, I don't know, radical? Like, like, I don't know who does that. I don't know who gets off on... Giving me that false hope. I remember this one time I was at a ballpark and uh, I bought like a super press and I got some change. And I was looking. I was looking through my singles and one of them looked a little bit different. And it's like single, single, single. And then one of them was counterfeit. And the way I found out it was counterfeit was instead of uh, George Washington in the middle, it was... A girl putting a dildo in her mouth?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that sounds counterfeit, all right.
0: Yeah, as if to be like, wah, wah, suck a dick, asshole, you got a counterfeit bill. And I remember going, I am enraged that my dollar is now gone, but I have to give credit to whoever made this counterfeit bill. They really did do a number on me. This is spiteful as hell. For
1: about five seconds, I was incredibly impressed for you. I thought you were going to say something like, how I found out it was counterfeit was like, I was feeling the bills and one of them felt a little thinner than the other. So I took it to the bank and uh, they told me, no, this is actually a counterfeit bill. And then it's like, no, there's a girl sucking a cock on it. Yeah, I think that's counterfeit.
0: Yeah, I I think this might not be legal (laughs) tender. Um, So did I go buy another beer? And slip that counterfeit dollar in and make it the ballpark problem? Who knows? Wait, what are the statute of Limitations on counterfeiting? Let me look this up. Okay.
1: Oops. Oh, no. Did you just spill water all over your...
0: No, I didn't, thankfully. a
1: Fortnite mouse <laughs> <present> And <laughs> that I bought for you?
0: Okay, Statute of Limitations on counterfeiting. The statute of Limitations is five years. However, instances that are considered to be related to terrorism come with statute of Limitations <laughs> of eight years. Um... 37 years ago, I did this as a baby. Come and get me, feds!
1: I wandered in with... Um, <laughs> and I bought a beer and I said... pulled out my banking and I said, Hey, bitch, what's a guy... Whose leg does a guy have to hump to get a Bud Light
0: around here? God damn it! I think this might be it for this week's episode of the Loudest Podcast. What do you think? I think this was a great episode. I had a really fucking good time! Um, just to remind everybody... Uh, this Thursday, we'll be in Chicago. Uh, we'll also be in Detroit, Toronto, Montreal. Uh, you can get tickets at twitter.com slash stereos. Thank you to the 78 people who pledged $15 or more. You will all be getting your own personal episode of the 5-Minute Podcast. And if you have, like, a leftover from last from the last batch, get in touch with me. I want to make sure we make that right. Um, there's a new episode of Christry out. I was thinking... On the way out, we could just play a couple, maybe the first couple of minutes of the new episode of Crispy. Yeah, that sounds
1: great. It's about the Ohio trip that everybody was real uh, pumped to hear about that I did not have time to include last time. So we went over the whole thing this time. It's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, I, re- I think this episode, this new episode of Crispy is our best yet. Um, yeah, and uh, if you want to listen to Crispy, all five episodes are available for just two bucks at patreoncom slash That's enough promotional talk though. Thank you all so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. So this is not a joke. I have I've started going to therapy, and one of the first things I brought up was Christine Weston Chandler.
1: Oh God, why?
0: <laughs> because every time I record Christery or think about Christery, I start to get this like sick feeling in my stomach, like it's a like it's some kind of acid blender. I you know I think about this stuff this Christine Weston Chandler stuff, I can't get the the look of the orange soda out of my head.
1: You will never be able to drink Fanta again.
0: <laughs> I Do you know how much I like orange soda? None right now, none anymore. Yes. As a kid, my parents owned a deli and I would drink sun-kissed after sun-kissed after sun-kissed. I loved orange soda and now I, I can't do I, my favorite thing is to find like a Coca-Cola freestyle machine. Because they're just like, oh, we have zero calorie Fanta. It's just like, ooh, Fanta zero. It's orange, but it's zero calorie. I'm like, oh, this is great for my diet. And now I'm thinking about Christine Wester Chandler's Navy.
1: Oh, I'm proud of you for remembering that word.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I think of how it must be like chunky. How the... What? I think of how it must be, like, chunky. Like, how the 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 fluid mixes with, like, the saccharin, like, whatever they're using instead of sugar. And it makes, like, orbs in the soda. And by the way, this is the exact same conversation I had with my therapist.
1: Would you like to try jizzing in a cup? And then we could see how it works.
0: I've jizzed in a cup before. I'm a boomer. We have to do that sometimes for the doctor. Why? We got to do it because they got to make sure our, our boys are still back in town. <laughs> when boys. you're old, they have to check on the boy! That's what that song was about. Guess whose sperm is still motile. Having babies is never going out of style. I'm just thinking
1: about that picture of those three monk parrots like walking in a line and it just says the boys are back in town at the bottom of it.
0: That's okay. I've never seen that. <laughs> now I'm thinking of the four Spider-Man villains. Uh, from the 1970 Spider-Man cartoon, it says the boys are back in town.
1: <laughs> Is that one of those uh, memes? I thought there were.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's the one where it's like Electro, Green Goblin, Doctor. I like they all look like shit. All right, but anyway, Walter has to play with this monk parrot thing. Yeah. So I'm explaining to my therapist all of this. Here's what she told me. She says the reason you feel sick when you think about recording Christy or think about orange soda. Or think about Christine Weston Chandler. Okay, that is adorable. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so glad they're back in town. The
1: boys are back in town. Look <laughs> at, they're all puffed up. Guess who just flew in today? The boys are back in town. Ta- oh, all right, right, They follow the
0: policy, and then they scream, hey, hey. And then um, they scream,
1: eh. <laughs> go ahead.
0: She told me that I'm internalizing Christery. She told me I'm internalizing these feelings.
1: Much like Chris internalizes Navy. <laughs>
0: God! I'm in therapy because of this! (gasps) She, now I never knew what internalized meant. The only time I ever heard the word internalized was like, on (laughs) Frasier. Like, to me, internalized was always just a word that you use in an improv scene when you're just like, ah, yes, you seem to be internalizing this Freudian, uh, 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 um, Jungian kind of, uh, uh, you, you, you might need to consider uh, uh, externalizing your internal and internalizing your external. I didn't know what it. So I asked her, I goes, what does internalizing mean? She goes, the stuff you hear is sticking with you. It's sticking in your head and you can't get it out. And she said... What you got to do is find a way to do Christery without internalizing it. So for today's episode of Christery, I'm going to learn whatever garbage you have prepared. It's going to go in one ear and out the other, baby. No internalization today.
1: (laughs) All right, I like that. Let's get started. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I need to obviously talk about the the elephant in the room, the uh, the gigantic uh, horse in the room, the super cider machine in the room. I went to BronyCon last week, and I did run into CWC. You ran into
0: Christine Weston Chandler? Yeah, uh-huh. Did she have the medallion?
1: It w- Yes, yes. Not only does she have a medallion, but she also has a stuffed pony that also has its own medallion.
0: <laughs> I forget. Do these do the real life medallions grant real life powers, aka access to like the Sonichu plane?
1: Uh, no. I think the medallions because there been through many. She's been through many medallions. The medallions don't grant powers but it is a symbol of devotion to quickville
0: oh okay so much like uh, us catholics might wear the crucifix around
1: right like that doesn't give you jesus powers but it does assist you in your connection to the holy land that's
0: true okay cool 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 now you said she's had several medallions just to refresh my memory i'm not kidding like i'm not trying to like set you up for a thing People have stolen her medallion before, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the main one, Blanca. Blanca was a group of trolls that spent a lot of time fucking with Chris. Uh, the troll group managed somehow to convince Chris, under pretending to be a woman that mm-hmm. Chris was in love with, to send Blanca the medallion. And then what they do is they cut it up and they set it on fire and they dunked it in a jar of pickles because Chris hates pickles and then peed all over it.
0: You know, there truly are no winners In these troll wars against Christine Weston Chandler. But that's pretty close.
1: Pretty fucking funny, right? That's really funny, yes. The thing we're going to talk about today, I think you will really enjoy. This is the Ohio trip. And uh, everybody got real mad at me because I I fucking forgot to include the Ohio trip because I ran out of time. But today we're going to cover it. So I walked up to... Here's my interaction with uh, Chris. walk up to her and she's standing in a line... For panel or something, and I say, "Hey, can I get? I love Sana Shoe, Can I get a picture with you?" She says, "Okay." She leans over and she puts her arm around me, and then just like deposits all of her like just goes limp and deposits all of her weight on top. And Chris is like not a not a light not a light spring chicken, so mm. I almost fucking fell
0: over. <laughs> like a heavy. Hormone-fed Tyson chicken.
1: Yes, like an, one of those chickens that they feed it so many hormones that it breaks its own legs, and can't stand up anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. But hey, look, as long as it's still growing thick, juicy breasts, I don't care.
1: <laughs> oh my god, those are the chickens' breasts, aren't that so sad? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we both love Kentucky Fried Chicken, so we need to get over it. You need to do what I do and stop internalizing.
1: That's true. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that was it. I ran into, I also ran into um, Ben Saint of the PCP Sonic 2 Lecture. He said that he would do an episode of Christery. I don't know when that's going to be because we have to figure out a plan to go to Boston.
0: Which I love.
1: But it is going to fucking happen. It is going to fucking happen. Yeah.
0: So many podcasts are just like, Two fucking Zoomers hanging out in the kitchen talking about Gundam. Christery is a Christory is a premium podcast. And we're going to take the premium money that you're paying for it, buy two tickets to Boston, go to this guy's place, and record it live in his Christorian cave.
1: His Christory cave. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dark
1: going. basement of
0: secrets. We're going to Ben Sain's place, baby. The the reason I know about Ben Sain is because everybody has sent me his lectures. And they all go... You got to watch this guy's lectures. This guy's the preeminent historian. It's like, yeah, I will eventually watch them. Like, I kind of want to hear everything has to say first. Oh, by the way, another quick piece of housekeeping: send us letters and voicemails.
1: Yes, we will read them on a future episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, some people have sent us letters and voicemails already. If we have missed something, or if we have not gone into detail about something. This is the one time I do want you to tell us. Most of the time, that's annoying. <laughs> like, if I mention Ghostbusters and someone's like, mm, actually, that's uh, Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yeah, Except, But it's like, clearly we can't document this person on our own. Yeah. So if we do forget stuff, you, you can email, what is it, porgchatter at protonmail.com. Yes. Or you can call 347-705-7617 or... The easy, uh, another easy way to leave a voicemail is just to uh, record one, like uh, into your phone or uh, or upload it to vocaroo.com. And then just email me the file at asterios.coconos at gmail.com.
1: That would even be easier, doing the Vocaroo thing. Yeah. Then you could do a voice—we could do a whole voicemail episode.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. So, like, you know, get in touch with us, and uh, we'll repeat those email addresses at the end of the show. I'm, no, I'm no. sorry to cut you off. I
1: would recommend everybody watch the Sonichu lecture, because believe it or not, what he produced and what we we're producing don't really overlap. With one another, because he talks all about Sonicu, which I fucking hate. I can't. This is not a joke. I had to when I was reading Sonicu. It took me probably three weeks to get through all of Sonicu because I can only read two or three pages at a time before the colors and the massive amount of text give me a fucking migraine. I don't like Sonichu.
0: Ah, here we go. I love Sonicu.
1: That's stupid. You're stupid.
0: <laughs> Here's what I did recently. I kept thinking about Sonic. I couldn't get Sonic out of my head. I got got the Christine Weston Chandler fever. Um, And so I'm like, what triggered me about this? Oh, right. This is what triggered me about this. I saw somebody posted the cover to Chris and the Hedgehog Boys' first album. Ah, yes. And it had Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonichu on the cover. And I'm saying to myself, but isn't Sonic... Sonicu, Sonic and Pikachu put together. So half of Sonic is supposed to be in Sonicu. How can you be To hear the rest of this, as well as more Christery episodes, as well as other bonus content, be sure to check out Patreon.com/Esterios. Zwick away. Zwick away.